Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain. It's good to have you with me on episode 158 of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming in life's everyday challenges. It's a privilege to have you with me again. If you want to know more about me, you can check out LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com, and there you can communicate with me and stream more of our podcast and see many other resources that are available there. Hey, it would be a really great help if you could leave a review wherever you're listening and share this with your friend and uh, give us a rating as well. That really allows our podcast to be more noticed by other people. So this is a a really exciting episode this week. I'm excited to talk to you about the leader's hold, the leader's hold. And it comes from an idea that I find in the Bible. Again, to reiterate what I've said on multiple podcasts, in case you're a new listener, I'm a Christian, I'm a Jesus follower, and my leadership context is the church. I've been involved in not-for-profit leadership for 30 years or so. And there are wonderful leadership principles in the Bible, even if you don't adhere to the fundamental reason of the, of the Bible. There are some wonderful leadership principles found within the Bible. And one of them is found in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 13. And Paul is, is a mentor, and he's speaking to his young mentor, Reed Timothy, and he's saying, hold to the standard, hold to the standard. And I want to talk about today the leader's hold. What does it mean as a leader to hold on to things that are important? Why are we holding on to those things? And so I want to talk to you today about why it's important for you and I to hold to great leadership in this hour. Holding. You know, when I was uh, in high school, I played um, basketball for my high school team, and I loved basketball, loved playing sports, loved involve, loved being involved in sport, and you, you find in various sports this reality of holding. I remember in basketball, whenever you would get a rebound, the coach would really enforce and coach you to hold the basketball with a strong grip because other players on the other team, opposing team, are going to be swatting at the ball, wanting to strip it from you. So you got to ha- you got to hold on to it really strongly. the The total opposite is true in the game of golf. I, my brother's a very good golfer, and and I like to play golf. And we talk about golf sometimes. And one of the things that a, a really good golf coach will tell you is, don't grip the club too tightly. The tension that you create in the grip limits your ability to have a really good swing and to hit the ball well. So in one sport, you're told to grip it tightly. In another sport, you're told don't grip it too tightly. I think this applies to leadership. What are the things that we are supposed to hold too tightly? What are the things that we're supposed to hold loosely? And Paul, who is mentoring his young uh, disciple, his young mentoree, in this letter called Second Timothy, is encouraging him to hold to the standard, hold to this truth, hold to this pattern. And I want to encourage you today in this podcast and share with you some thoughts 
on why I think it's important for you and I to be holding uh, good leadership really well. And what does that mean? So let me just share some thoughts with you. Thought number one is about strength. When I think about holding something, I think about strength. I think about, as I just said, you need strength to hold a basketball tightly because people are trying to take it from you. But then you've got in golf, hold, don't hold it too tightly. Uh, strength requires us to have the ability to not lose the grip. And what's starting as holding something loosely, for example, in a golf swing, when you start to take the golf club back, you will find that your hands will naturally tense up to hold the club more firmly. What that means is in leadership is that there are times where you can hold something kind of loosely. Nothing is really putting a demand on these values, on these projects, on these goals. But when difficulty comes, when there begins to be a pressure upon your values, upon your goals, upon your projects, upon your ministry or your your parenting, whatever role of leadership you have, then you're going to find that there will be a natural tightening of your grip on these really core important principles of your leadership. So when we talk about as a leader, the strength to hold something, it's basically saying, don't lose your grip. Now, if you hold a golf club loosely too long, it's going to fly out of your hand. It's not going to really achieve the purpose that it was created for. If you hold a basketball too loosely, even in the very beginning, then it's not going to help you. There are times in the game of basketball you can hold the basketball more loosely, but it's because there's no threat around you. No one's trying to take it from you. So you can be a little more loose with it. The the power of holding healthy leadership has a lot to do with your context. When things are going really great in our leadership environments, we can hold things a little loosely. There's a little more room for flexibility. There's a more room for dialogue. I remember just this week, I made a decision in the last week uh, around an issue within my organization, and I made an executive non-negotiable decision. This is it. Boom, we're moving forward. And that was one of those moments where I'm, I'm willing to listen and entertain, but then the grip for the leadership got stronger. I had to hold on to some core values, to some core convictions, to some core principles of leadership, to core priorities. And when I did, holding and not losing the grip of leadership felt like, sounded like a strong executive decision. We can't afford in these days, friends, to have weak flimsy, inconsistent leadership. I just read an article today about a well-known athlete who has a very large platform, and this athlete was being criticized for how they seem to fall on both sides of many social issues, and you don't know where they stand. I, I don't know if that's true for that individual or, individual or not, but what I do know is that Holding to healthy leadership requires us to take a stance. It requires us to be consistent, to don't lose a grip on your character. Don't lose a grip on your core priorities. Don't lose a grip on your core values. Don't lose a grip on these things and help others, educate others, inform others, listen to others so that they understand why you are holding on to something so tightly. It's not that we want to be micromanagers, be inflexible or unteachable, but when people are swatting at your leadership, you got to hold on to it tightly. The second thought about being 
the leader's hold does not just have to do with strength, the strength to hold your character, your competency, your charisma, your skill. But why are you holding it? What's the reason? What is the reason for holding on to this? And I think again about my basketball days. You held on to the ball because if the other team had it, they had an opportunity to score points and you didn't. And the goal being whoever scores the most points wins. So the reason for holding on to the basketball tightly is it gives your team a better chance of winning and it diminishes the other team's chance of winning. Why do you want to What's the reason for holding the golf club loosely? It allows you to have a better swing. What's the reason on why you're holding on to things the way you are, friends? What I'm wanting you to consider, when you feel entrenched in your decisions, when you feel like this is not negotiable for me, this is not flexible for me, why am I holding on to this so strongly? It needs to be about other people. You need to have clarity about why you are holding on to something so strongly. It's really important that we hold on to our integrity. It's important that we hold on to the kind of character and attributes that foster trust in our environment. It's really important that you hold on to the kind of rhythms and patterns that help you love others well, care for others well, empower them effectively and efficiently. When you know your why, regarding why you're holding things, the leaders hold, this principle that I've talked about in Timothy, when Paul says to his young mentor, there's a lot of chaos going on around you. There's a lot of things going on around you that are not helpful and not healthy. So the advice I'm giving to you, Timothy, is to hold on to this standard. Hold on to. Grip it with strength. Know why you are gripping it with strength and help other people know that. The leader's hold requires strength in your character, your competency, your charisma, your skill. It also requires a knowledge of why are you holding on to these leadership values and principles so strongly. Thought number three is tension. When I pick up the water bottle sitting here at my recording station, when I pick it up, the muscles in my hand tense. And I heard uh, Paul Scanlon say one time that many leaders are trying to solve tensions rather than manage tensions, meaning you've mislabeled uh, a tension as a problem. And because you think it's a problem, you're looking for a solution. When in reality, it's not a problem, it's a tension. And you don't solve tensions, you manage tensions. When I pick up my water bottle with my hand, if I use too much tension, I squeeze the water out of the top and I make a mess. <laughs> if I don't use enough tension, then I don't actually pick the water bottle up and I don't benefit my body because I'm not actually in giving the water to my body. Tension is delicate and you've got to know how to manage tension, not solve tension. And when we talk about a leader's hold... What I'm wanting you to recognize is that you're managing tensions. You're managing liberty with accountability. You are managing empowerment with responsibility. You are managing resources with outcomes. You are managing the development of people and releasing people while retaining talent. You are 
managing priorities and you're managing time. These are tensions that we manage, and I found that to be so, so helpful because I have oftentimes, more than I can probably count or admit, I've mislabeled tensions as problems, and I'd start trying to find solutions. A leader's hold is about tension. What are the core values that complement each other? They don't compete against each other. As a mentor of mine says, tensions should complete each other, not compete with each other. This requires a level of wisdom and maturity to understand how liberty and accountability actually complete each other rather than compete with each other. When we don't get the tension right, we can default to micromanaging, helicopter leadership, where we're too involved and people are feeling micromanaged. They're not really empowered. They're not really released to be creative, to be innovative, to be caring, to be compassionate. Tension is a big, big deal. And a leader's hold says, I know how much tension I'm managing. The fourth thought around a leader's hold has to do with the demand. So when Paul writes to his young mentor, E, Timothy, he says, hold to the standard. The language that he's using there is an attitude of sustained assertiveness. Paul is demanding that Timothy hold on to this. It's not a suggestion. It's a demand. But the language also communicates an ongoing hold. It's not a one-time thing. It is a continuous thing. It is a continuous demand, or what I like to call sustained assertiveness. A leader's hold has to be consistent. A leader's hold has to be for the long haul. It doesn't mean we don't adjust. It doesn't mean we're not flexible. Indeed, we are flexible, and indeed, we want to adjust. But the core reality of the culture and of your leadership doesn't really change. I've experienced this in my current leadership context I've been in for eight years. And when I first arrived here, I had some strong theories and even some practices that these core values of leadership and culture would work. But I was in a new environment, in a different environment, a different culture, different ethnicities. And so there were some question marks around, would this culture of leadership and core values that I was bringing actually be effective in this space. And and I would say in eight years, it has been very effective. I've not been perfect, and I've made some mistakes, clearly. And this is what I'm wanting you to consider, that what I look at today, I'm like, I'm not negotiating about these things. I'm going to have sustained assertiveness around these core values, these core principles, these core ideas, these core practices of leadership, because they work. A leader's hold is for the long haul. It's for the long haul. Thought number five is about priorities. A leader's hold. What are the priorities that help you know what to hold on to? And I, I jotted down four simple ideas around helping us think through priorities. The priority of purpose. Sometimes I hold on to things because I believe in the purpose of what we're doing, and I don't want to let go of it. How about you? Do you have clarity about the purpose of your leadership? 
the meta-narrative purpose of your leadership and maybe the micro-narrative of your leadership, the leadership that's needed this week on a specific project with a specific person with a specific situation. You want to have clarity about the priority of your purpose and the priority of people as well. Sometimes I, I want to hold on to certain things because I know this will really help people even if they don't see it. I know that hanging on to the core value of honor or the core value of hope or the core value of joy or the core value of love will help people in the long run, even if on this short run, it requires accountability and healthy confrontation. I believe in people. When you have people as your priority, because ultimately leadership is the people business, then you have a better handle on what I should be holding on to. When you hold on to things that protect your ego, when we hold on to things that protect our empire, when we hold on to things that reinforce what's good for us at the expense of others, that's not what we should be holding on to. Another thought to help you with priorities is projects. <laughs> there are certain projects that require a lot of focus and holding on to. We did a remodel of our building in the spring and early summer of 2020, right when COVID was happening. And that required a tremendous amount of focus on many on my team. And what I appreciated about them was their sustained focus on this project. They held on to this project in a way that allowed us to come under budget. It uh, allowed us to have great efficiency in the using of resources. It really upgraded the feel and the environment of our building. And it really brought a level of excellence to what we were doing. Why? Because they had a hold on the priorities, and the priorities was determined by projects. The other idea about priorities are values. As I mentioned earlier, the hanging on to the values of, for my environment, joy, hope, significance, freedom, love. Knowing what these core values are really help a leader know what to hold on to. So the priorities of purpose, the priority of people, the priority of projects, the priority of values. Lastly, let me say this about a leader's hold. Hold to the standard. Don't lose your grip. Know your why. Manage tensions. Don't solve tensions. Have sustained assertiveness. Have the proper priorities as defined by purpose, people, projects, and values. Lastly, have humble confidence. Humble confidence. Humble confidence means I didn't get here on my own. I know that there are greater powers at work and I'm surrounded by great people. It's not really me. It's us. We has always got to be larger than me. And confidence that you believe that this is going to work. Confidence is not arrogance. Arrogance is about what I can gain. Confidence is about what I can help others gain and achieve. Humble confidence is a teachable confidence. It's a we confidence. And confidence also provides people with a certain amount of trust and motivation to be a good leader with a good hold on their leadership. Hey, I hope this is helpful for you today, friends. Episode 158, The Leader's Hold. Have a healthy hold on your leadership and on your team and on your purpose. Hey, don't forget to check out LanceBain.com and share this with your friends. I would really appreciate it. Stay safe. Stay hopeful, everybody. I'll talk to you next week.